Welcome back to the Get and Grit podcast. I am Brad Pull, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Soren Kierkegaard, the 19th century philosopher, defined faith as having a passion for the impossible. The centurion said to Jesus, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority with men below me. I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, do this, and he does it. In the book of 1 Corinthians we read, For the kingdom of God does not consist of talk, but in power. And C.S. Lewis wrote, Faith is the art of holding on to things your reason has once accepted, in spite of your changing moods. Matt Frad writes, When you think about it, fears and doubts are an experience common to everybody, regardless of their religion or lack thereof. We all have moods, and those moods change, largely based upon our reasoning of the life around us. We also know that fear and doubt weigh heavily on our very human experience. And one person might say that they have moods in which Christianity looks very tough to believe in on one day, but they can remember having moods prior to accepting faith in Christ where Christianity looked like the very best decision to be made. If we are to change our beliefs every time our feelings rise and fall with our moods, we would not get very far in the pursuit of truth. Doubts and fears can be random emotions, learning to set them aside and not allowing them to control us. We find that they pass. Today the wind blows, tomorrow it is calm. Neither the wind blowing nor the calm of day changes the needs that must be performed. Only the way in which they are performed. I once told my opponent before we played on a windy day, it looks like the wind will play a role in this game today. On the very first play of that game, my opponent threw an 80-yard touchdown pass straight into a 30-mile-an-hour wind. That was the last day I ever let the wind be a concern to my mood. Thus, regardless of the day and all it bears, we can make the choice to keep acting on the premise that God exists, that He loves us, and our desire to please Him is attainable. Is this a leap of faith? To set fear and doubts aside, entrusting ourselves to God, the Almighty Father, allowing Him to guide us down the field. Sheldon Van Aken writes, Did Jesus live? Are His words true? Did God send us His Son in the flesh? Well, between probable and proved, there yawns a gap. Are you afraid to jump, calling me absurd? Yet the ground is sinking all around you, and every argument against Christ begins to crumble. Our only hope in this crumbling world is to leap into Christ alone, into the arms of the one who created the universe. Imagine all the impossible choices that God used to introduce himself to us. At Christmas time, I look forward with a lot of anticipation to see my grown children and my grandchildren and hear the stories of how their lives are being lived. On the day that they are to arrive, I'm all keyed up. Are you ever keyed up like this? Like children who can't go to sleep on Christmas Eve, so excited for Santa to come, they just have to pass out and be carried off to bed. A long time ago, God came to visit us in the flesh, born through the Virgin Mary, a young Jewish girl. Mary was very poor, and Joseph, who was not the blood father of Jesus, but the earthly father, was also poor. These two had very little in terms of means, but they were chosen to raise the Son of God, Mary the mother of God and Joseph, the stepfather of God. It happened in a stable, more like a cave, blankets laid out on the straw, which had to be cleared, not cleaned. There were some sheep, some goats, and some milk cows witnessing the event, 
till a group of shepherds found their way into the cave. Men inspired by messengers in the sky, arrayed from east to west, angels standing shoulder to shoulder, with shining coats of armor, blades drawn, saying, Fear not. They recognized, Evil has gone to the four winds. Nothing is going to interrupt this birth of the Christ child. The angels tell the shepherds, You will find him lying in a manger. The celebration of this incredible mystery, the birth of the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, the Holy One, our mighty God, is about to begin again. You know, history tells us it always seems impossible until it's done. Thomas Edison announced he was working on a light bulb in 1878, and the British responded, good for our transatlantic neighbors, but unworthy of the attention of practical or scientific men. It was said the horseless carriage is a luxury for the wealthy, but it will never, of course, come into as common use as the bicycle, claimed the Literary Digest in 1899. Oh yes, our practical and scientific men of our day would never be so foolish as those men of the 19th century. Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett said, Gold is a way of going long on fear, he explained, that if people become more afraid, you make money. If they become less afraid, you lose money. Vicki McKeever writes in The Beginner's Guide to Investing, In times of uncertainty, gold is considered a safe haven for those looking to be sheltered from traditionally volatile investments. Imagine now believing that gold will save you. What is greater than fine gold but the judgments of the Lord? Make no mistake about it. God is very volatile and he is not safe. But the question is, can God shelter you? Oh, yes. He is a rock, a fortress, a stronghold for the oppressed, a shield to those that rest in him. Men sometimes make bold predictions based on what their wisdom and their own needs are. But faith will tell us Christ is present when our human senses fail. Like Bishop Barron asks us, is God opposed to reason? Absolutely not. God gave us the gift of reason. Does God want us to be unrealistic? No. He wants us to use all of our powers of imagination and analysis. But faith goes beyond reason. It is a passion for what reason cannot see. The centurion had this passion, the passion for the impossible. And Jesus praised him saying, not even in Israel have I found such faith. Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. And Merry Christmas. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>